What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies and the Fandalorian Club, as it is Fando Friday here for the Bad Batch. It is the crew. We are here to discuss some Bad Batch Episode 8 reunion. A, uh, a reunion it was in this episode in many forms. And we're going to break it all down, full spoilers, um, having some great Star Wars discussions here on the Fandalorian Club, as we do every single Friday. Uh, Brian, Gio... It's the weekend. It's official. How's everybody doing? Well, I'm under the weather. So oh no! It's all right. And on top of that, it's hot. So it is terribly bad. hot. Normally, terribly I'd be hot. hanging out, you know, poolside barbecue and stuff. But no, I gotta rest. I gotta try to rest while in this heat. So. Absolutely, man. It's weird that you're getting a you're getting a little cold in the 108 degree weather, man. That sucks. Yeah, well, I mean, I live with my two-year-old niece, and whatever she brings yeah. home from school. That's fair. So that That's little fair. booger brain. I wonder if that happens to the Bad Batch, you know, like if Omega ever gets sick, everyone in the crew gets sick, you know? like Probably. <laughs> That's how it works out at school for me. But yeah. Any of those kids get sick, guess who's getting it? But then guess who doesn't have to go to work? <laughs> so, oh, there you go. But... Yeah, no, just try not to melt, dude. And it's, I looked at the weather. We're not catching a break anytime soon. Well, it's all across the whole U.S. There's yeah. record breaking temperatures. Not that we're going to get into, you know, weather channel and nobody yeah. tuned in for the weather channel, but you know, Netflix weather yeah. coming soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, weather update. Yeah, what we are here to talk about though is uh, is some Star Wars, and as every Friday has been for the past seven weeks, and going forward for the next eight, uh, we are talking Bad Batch, and you know we we've talked plenty enough about uh, certain things that have been happening in the show, and we and we've kind of wanted it to kind of kick into gear a little bit. And and kind of move forward with the with the particular story that's kind of been set up in previous episodes, and luckily to us, this episode delivered on all fronts. Um, we are back to the main line of what this series was really kind of touted to be is the Bad Batch up against the up and coming Empire, essentially, uh, and one of their brothers in crosshairs uh, or crosshair, I should say. Um, before we get into specifics, I do want to hear you guys' quick thoughts on the episode overall. Brian, I'll, I'll start with you. Um, what did you think about episode eight reunion? <laughs> don't mind the don't mind the puppy in the background. Everybody. Uh, she's so cute. Uh, best episode since the um, premiere, in my opinion. I loved this episode. This episode was so good, and I did not expect as much to come from this episode. I expected to like it just because I knew crosshairs was going to crosshair was going to come back and some type of fight would ensue, but there was a lot going on. This was the most complex episode because there was like multiple plots going on at the same point. Absolutely. So. I agree. It was very intense and it, it was from the opening scene. It just, it just stayed consistent, which I really liked. Yeah. Um, Gio, what about you? Yeah, same. I thought it was a pretty strong episode, pretty dark episode, too. And I mean, literally, there's only one scene in daylight, the rest of it takes place during the nighttime. Um, 
this episode, I found myself being a little more critical of Hunter as a leader. Um, I get that you want to make your situation better, but you got to like recognize where you are in your current situation and who's after you. And we definitely see the ramifications of his decisions in this episode, which I'm sure we'll get into. Uh, it was very suspenseful, um, especially for a kid's show. And um, I can't wait to talk to you guys about that surprise ending. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I do want to save the surprise ending for just a little bit. I want to get into Crosshair specifically. Um that's kind of where I want to start because as much as that was was that was happening with the batch, um, escaping Empire, escaping Hosshairs, and kind of things they had to go through, a lot of like the bigger moments happened with Crosshair in this episode, and specifically his character, uh, the decisions he was making, the words he was speaking, um, the fact that he basically said, "Kill them all," uh, you know, light the engine, burn them all to hell. Uh, also taking a shot at Omega essentially and saying, go for the girl. Um, it's, it definitely is very clear that he is full blown empire. And we've obviously talked about it quite a bit on this show. We've, we've battled back and forth on where his loyalties really do lie and where they will go, where they will go when it comes down to it. But so far to this point, the dude is thrown through empire blood um, and that I think that was one of the biggest things they needed to drive home in this episode specifically because we had been questioning it for so long. We've been talking about it. The chip thing is out of the question now. It's out of the question. They're leaving Baraka. It's they're not going to have a Jedi cruiser. We don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, but he's going to have his chip in his head, and he also now has a little bit more fuel to the fire because of what happened at the end of the episode with him. Um, let's talk about him a little bit. What do you guys think about Crosshair in this episode and his his uh, his motives, his decision making in this episode? He evils, you know what? He ain't no nice guy. And correct me if I'm wrong, I don't even think they tried to attempt to get the chip out of him. No. Yeah, so like, which is funny because most people I listened to was like, next episode is going to be them escaping Baraka, and they're, but they're going to attempt to try to take the chip out, and, blah, 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 and it was like, nope, this guy came in hot. He wanted to kill him. He wanted them dead. And uh, I dig it because it's not your as of right now, there does not seem to be a struggle going back to the good side. Trying like he's full blown like there's I mean, I'm sure at some point there's going to be some like waiver of like well, maybe, but like right now, mm-mm. he he was gonna kill the child, shoot her in the freaking head, kill the his brothers. Like he's full blown bad guy right now, and I dig it. I kind of yeah, I was gonna I say dig it. I dig it. Yeah. So there's no, I mean, like I said, there might be some type of redemption storyline at some point but as of right now like we see the characters for the most part in star wars have like some pool right now he's just an evil sob and that's kind of cool in my opinion and it's gonna get even worse after the ending that he had in this episode um geo what about you man yeah he was uh 
He was very uh, angry this episode. I don't know if it's an attempt to impress Tarkin or whoever he answers to or just because he wants to get rid of the Bad Batch because, you know, they decided not to join him. And he, in his mind, thinks that's a betrayal. You know, look at it from his point of view. Um, I will say there was a moment of subtle hesitation um, when Omega tried to reason with him and remind Uh him of what she told him. And I think it was episode two or one. I can't remember. I saw a subtle hesitation right there. But I mean, that quickly went away when he, you know, attempted to kill them more than once. Um, It's definitely his inheritor chip and also his sense of loyalty to uh you know we say country but in this case empire i question now whether at some point in this season or if there is a second season will he question someone like tarkin or whoever he answers to and ask about these inhibitor chips because of that slight hesitation that he has i'm just I don't know. I mean, that's something that I would be interested to see. I don't think it would go anywhere, but just the fact that he would, you know, just, you know, ask, ask some questions. Cause I feel like that's a little bit of his character, you know? He, I mean, it's, it's a great, life. it's a great question to ask. I, it's, he, he is definitely someone who, and the whole clone force 99 um, group as a whole, they had always been someone who kind of lived in their, by their own rules, right? They didn't really, pick up uh, orders from anybody. They were kind of just like this own branch of what the rebel or the, the uh, Republic was at the time. Um, so he is not used to, I know the chip is telling him good soldiers follow orders, but he in general isn't used to following orders from a direct command from someone like Tarkin or, and I always forget the guy's name who's in charge of Camino now. Um, Rampart, right? Yeah. It's Rampart, the 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 Imperial yeah. general that works alongside the Kaminoans. And um, um, that's what I was going to say. If he's going to question someone, I think it would be him. I, I agree, and it's it's going to be interesting because all the time we've seen Bad Batch, they are someone who, like I said, they don't they they didn't like take orders from a Jedi Master as a lot of the the legions did in in the Republic, or take orders from uh someone like Rex or Cody, right? They. They were their own set of troopers who followed by their own rules. We, when we first were introduced to them in the Clone Wars, uh, I think it was my, I think it might have been Anakin who said like, "Yeah, this is a rogue group of troopers who are basically mercenaries inside the Republic." Um, yeah. And so to him, for for uh, Crosshairs, this is all new. And Geo, you might be right. He might question someone at some point where it could go very badly for one of the sides. More than likely, the person he's going up against. Because uh, he is so tactical and he's he's very smart at what he does, um, and he's very skilled. Um, it's interesting where his character is headed, and I I keep bringing it up, but specifically for what happened at the end of the episode, uh, I think that that is the biggest fuel to his fire now, being an Imperial soldier, wanting revenge on the batch because of now, and we didn't see him after he said to get on the shuttle, but he's wrapped up in bandages. He has a ventilator on. Uh, he can't breathe that at the moment. Um, one, how does that change him as a character uh, physically? And how does that change him as a character mentally? 
it could be very drastic. It could be very drastic. If anything, oh. I think it might make him more evil. That's what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I'm thinking. And I would honestly like to see if the breather never went away. I hope it stays there. Then he can't put on his helmet. They can put it inside his helmet. This is what I'm thinking. Because we know that the Death Troopers, they are cybernetically enhanced. Right? True. True. What if this is like the first step to yeah. them doing the Death Troopers? Yeah. I mean, that would be cool for while well, I'm looking up at my Death Trooper right there. Uh, I'm saying like, like yeah. what if this is like the first nod to be like, and that's why they statically talk over a radio and stuff? Like, yeah. You can't understand him. That's pretty good. And he's going to be burned and like, he's not going to want to take his helmet off. Like, he's going to be all deformed and stuff. He's going to look like Unless Vader as, as a trooper. Unless he's, it's the opposite where we, he wants people to see him. Which will be dope AF. That'd yeah. be dope AF. You can't pick them all, Jake. You can't. I mean, I, 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 I do. I'm sticking to the theory that I think he's going to become the first death trooper. Personally, that's where I'm lying. And that's a theory by like 99% of people out there. But that's what I, I mean. It's pretty dope sounding theory. I mean, I'm, you know me, I, death troopers are my favorite type of trooper. So fine with me. I, I'm more than content if you bring in the, origins of the death trooper or even the ideas of a death trooper i i'm down they're the coolest ones in my opinion because they're just so different from everyone else <laughs> oh yes Brian. yes yes <laughs> you silly silly question guys when was the first confirmed appearance of a death trooper Rogue One, yeah. Oh, that's the very first. Canonically, okay. that's the first time we've ever seen them. Uh unless it was in a novel or no, a comic, we, like right we... before it. I want to say we saw I them in Rebels. Rebels is after. No, Rebels is before Rogue One. Oh, I, I'm thinking uh, a Bad Batch. Sorry. Um, I think it's I think it's Rebels. Yes, it is Rebels. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we did. Yeah, they were they were with Thrawn. They were with Thrawn. So it's it's rebels. Uh, is the first time we've ever actually seen them. But at that point, they look like a solidified unit, and so it would make sense for them to be here for a long time. Obviously, I mean, your theory would fit. For me, not knowing the confirmed appearance. For me, not knowing the answer, I guess we'll have to watch Rebels then. (laughs) just more thrawn for you oh no oh no Uh, all right so with the crosshair stuff out of the way let's get to the big one let's let's just get to the big one um the reveal at the end which was just so perfectly set up so brilliantly written so brilliantly scored all the above the one and only cad bane returns he returns the bounty hunter from the clone wars has made a return and i cannot be more excited this dude is so badass um he's so unique uh his skill set is very very uh specific to what he can do um he has gone toe-to-toe with troopers he has gone toe-to-toe with jedi uh he he is one of the fiercest um bounty hunters and people in the entire galaxy and the fact that now he is on the job uh 
you know, sent by Lamassu from uh, Camino, uh, it makes sense that he would take down Hunter. I know a lot of people are like, well, Hunter is like really good. I'm sorry. Cad Bane is Cad Bane. Like there's very few people in the galaxy that can take down Cad Bane. It made sense to how it happened. Um, and I'm all for it. Like the surprise of seeing Cad Bane, woo, loved it. I, I gasped out loud. Loved it. This was one of the one times that I watched it at midnight when it came out. So glad I did. I was like, oh, I literally went, oh, no. And like I, I was probably waiting for Boba Fett more than anyone to when I saw the the dead bodies and uh, just like that scenario, I was like, Oh, well, I mean, it makes most sense more the most sense that they would call a bounty hunter to get a clone back and yada, yada. And then when it wasn't, I was like, Oh yes. Classic, like, classic Lucasfilm to be like, yeah, you have this badass character, but you don't get to see him fight all these people and knock them all down. Like, I wanted to see that whole scene of him wrecking stormtroopers. Well, so I was gonna say is that when the music started playing, I was like, "Wait a second, what? Why, why do I know this? Like, why does this sound so familiar?" And I ne it never crossed my mind that it was Cad Bane until I saw him. But I, I, I remember being like, "Okay, Western Star Wars. Where have I seen this before?" And then I saw him. I go, "Oh my god!" I didn't figure it out until I saw uh, probably like his waist. Well, the, when, when I heard him talk is when I is when I noticed it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so did I didn't know until we really like the music didn't give it away right away. Yeah. Uh, for me, at least. But I'm stoked. I just hope to God he lives long enough to make it to Mandalorian. I can see him live and I know you want him live. Like, uh, I just, I don't see how it would, if they do the, the story that of Boba Fett's helmet, but I don't know. Well, I'm, so that's not I'm canon. That's not canon at the moment. It was never finished or released. And so the whole yeah. Boba Fett versus Cad Bane duel never actually happened. But, um, this could possibly be setting it up. And we've talked about it before, how it would be very interesting if uh, if Boba Fett and Omega met because they technically are the closest siblings you can get to clones. Uh, they don't age up. They don't have a rapid uh, age rate as my dogs are fighting and playing behind me. Don't mind them. Um, and so Boba Fett and Omega are the closest to siblings that you can get as far as clones go. Now, how Boba comes into the picture, I don't know how it happens, but I do have a feeling that at some point this season we will see the Boba versus Cad Bane fight. And I don't think it's technically going to end with his death. I think that he could still survive. Like, just like, I mean, look, we saw we saw Hunter shot in the middle of his chest today, and he survived. Yeah. So it is possible, um, but I, I do think, think it would that just we will so see it. I do think we will see it. I I would just be really disappointed for them to bring him back and then kill him like that. Well, would that's, what, that's what I'm saying though. Like you, you technically wouldn't have to kill him. Maybe leave it up to, you know, leave it up in the air. I will say this. If he clearly he's in this. Yeah. If he shows up in any capacity 
in War of the Bounty Hunter comics, you can sign the check that he will be in Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Like sign, seal, deliver, just literally Dom, Dom, you're you're thinking my, right, you're thinking my language. You're thinking my language, Dom. Um, yeah, just sign if he shows up in War of the Bounty Hunters, because that whole thing is going on, and that's kind of a big deal. Um, because a lot of the stuff Star Wars is going forward is that bounty hunter mercenary story. If he shows up in any capacity now that he's shown up in Rebels, or excuse me, in Bad Batch, if he shows up in any capacity in War of the Bounty Hunter comics, sign the check, deliver it. He's going to be in live action. But you heard for it right now, though, uh, yeah. But for right now, loved seeing him and the fact that he has Omega because he's he's not a nice bounty hunter. No. He doesn't do he doesn't do good things. Like he's not a wavering. He has moral no moral compass. compass. He has no moral compass. Yeah, he is purely for a check. Yeah, so Gio, I'm interested because um, we were talking off air. You you don't have, and I know you know who the character is, but you don't have the history like we do because you have yet to see the Clone Wars or or all of it at least. Um, what did you think when he appeared in in the bringing back of one Cad Bane? I'm wondering why because Disney Plus they said, hey, instead of watching the whole Clone Wars, we're going to give you the 20 most influential episodes leading up to the Mandalorian. I saw 20 of those. I didn't see Cad Bane in one. Weren't they um, Ahsoka's, though? Were they Ahsoka's? I, I think know. it was just Ahsoka's. Goodness. Oh. Well, then that makes sense. Um, you, I yeah. mean, you can't spoil the reveal of Cad Bane, though. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. This isn't DC, Geo. <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah. yeah. Hey, look, when I saw him on screen, I was like, oh, hey, I know that guy. And he just... I don't know. I feel like if Django existed in Star Wars, that would be Cad Bane. Like he's so fast with his gun. It Cad Bane's it was almost embarrassing for Hunter. Cad Bane's fast. Oh well, yeah, and that. But again, that goes to that goes to like who Cad Bane is. He's he's a bona fide bounty hunter, whereas Hunter is yeah. is a soldier. He wasn't you know trained to gunfight per se and not there's not really like gunfighting in star wars but um cadman is the best of what he does point blank i until I he's overthrown you, by one boba fett i don't know about you jake but like once i saw them squaring up i was like oh hunter's getting wrecked oh like, I, I, I knew hunter i knew hunter something was gonna, i knew for a fact yeah that cadman was gonna win whatever happened yeah 100%. when he's that type of character where when that happened i was like there's no there's way only that. one person in the galaxy at the moment who can take him out, and that's Boba Fett. Because yeah. that's how Boba Fett becomes Boba Fett. And I know it's not canon yet, but yeah. Boba Fett becomes the most ruthless, lethal bounty hunter in the galaxy in War of the Bounty Hunters in Empire Strikes Back because of what he does against Cad Bane. That title currently is held by Cad Bane. Yeah. He kills Cad Bane. No, it, no, that's not, not that's not canon. canon. That's not canon, no. No, no. In there was going to be a canon of that, but so so Gio before before uh, Clone Wars was canceled, um, before like Disney Plus was a thing, it was on Cartoon Network, and it was canceled during its sixth season. 
Um, but they had already started drawing and animating episodes for season seven. One of them was an episode, uh, well, there was an arc, but one of them was an episode where Cad Bane essentially took hostage of a town of innocent people and Boba Fett, and he squared off, Boba Fett was fighting for the innocents and they dueled and it was never confirmed because it ended. It ended with that with a Cad Bane's hat floating down to the ground and then Cad Bane gave Boba Fett the dent in his helmet. That's how it ended. Wow. Um, and so, but again, that's not canon because it was never released. And so now people are wondering now that Cad Bane has showed up, now that Omega is kind of an, a Boba Fett type clone, could we see that actually animated some at some point in the Bad Batch? And Boba Fett finds out he has a sister or he has someone who's similar to him and he runs into Cad Bane. And again, going back to what was animated with the whole innocence thing, Omega is the innocent factor in this. Still very similar. Do you think we'll see it in live action or animated? I would, I would prefer <laughs> I would prefer live action, but I do think it'll be animated. I do so think do it'll I. be animated. So Ugh. I just want to see Cad Bane physically in person. He might like, have to be our next casting table just because the he blue, yeah. the blue, the cowboy outfit, yeah, the stuff coming out of his neck, the red eyes. It's just that would be just a cool looking person. To the see voice, the voice is incredible. Yeah. So I don't know, but I've, I do also think he he'll bite the dust or at least they'll make it, it seem heavily that he did in some capacity. So we'll see. Um, well, with Crosshair and, and Cad being out of the way, is there anything else that anybody would, would like to talk about uh, that happened? Because those were kind of the two big things. Um, we can talk about Record. We can talk about Hunter, uh, State of the Empire at the moment. Anything that kind of pops up? Yes. When they find Hunter and we get the point of view from inside. The, the, vid the video game shot. First the video person, game shot. Yeah. Yeah. That was so. It was my favorite shot of the whole episode. 100% my favorite shot of the whole episode. I loved that that was so cool and i we've never seen that really done before. i would love to see more of that i know a lot of people are saying online i've never played the game but apparently that's a callback to republic commandos um that very yeah. very popular star wars game because i yeah, guess that's I what have. it looked like on screen you played via Your, what that face. looked like yeah um, i would love that's to see more of that that'd be really cool it's a fun game. I bet you they remaster it to make it Bad Batch. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, I loved that. That was so cool. It was just so different. And him like fading kind of like in and out of consciousness. Loved it. Loved that part. I'm so stoked. This is the most excited I've been for a next episode. Agreed. Because we don't like, know what's happening next. Yeah. So, and, and again, not including the first episode, but this is the most where I'm like, oh, okay, get me to next Friday. Like, cause I yeah. cannot wait. To see and if I'm not mistaken, I'd have to go back through the trailers, but I think we've seen all the footage that was released. Probably. I like, we saw Fennec Shan. We saw saw, we saw Rex. Um, we've seen pretty much everything that I can think of in the trailers. There might be like a shot here and there. We saw all the, the, the Camino stuff. 
Um, so that means the back half of the season is, has been untouched and we have no idea where it's going. Yeah. Cause we're at, that was the halfway point, wasn't it? Episode eight. Yep. Yeah. We're officially. And what's crazy eight episodes. That's the whole season of the Mandalorian. We would have been done with season three of the Mandalorian by now. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm stoked for this. Like this is the most excited I've been looking forward to the coming week of bad batch. Like I I'm think, like, I go. think the next one or maybe the next two might be focused heavily on Omega because she was just taken. Probably. That's like, fine. Wh like, why was she taken? Like, what is, what is, why is she so important? What is the, what is the deal with her? Why are the Kaminoans so obsessed with getting her back and getting her back intact, as they say? Um, it's definitely a big question mark. But, Gio, what about you, man? Is there anything else that you'd like to talk about in this episode or something you may be looking forward to here in the next week or so? Um, I would say just going forward, I want to see a lot of uh Cad Bane and Omega. I hope so too. And their interactions. I think yeah. we're gonna get a heavy dose of Cad Bane these next couple episodes. And also, how does Hunter respond to being embarrassed like that? I mean, is his confidence shook? You know, like does he rely more on the bad batch because he knows he can't take him down by himself? So how does that play out? I also wonder like how Cad Bane would have fared if Crosshairs did get Omega and all the stormtroopers. What would his angle have been? Would he still have been able to get Omega? I don't know. Um, that's irrelevant. We're moving forward, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I'm excited. And, no, I, I mean I, I'm looking forward to. I think I think uh, like I said up top, this is this is kind of like the stuff that we've been looking forward to the most. And we knew last week that it was headed in a direction where we we're going to see Crosshair again. We hadn't seen him in three or four episodes. We're getting him now. I hope he's heavily focused. The damage on him. How is that, how is that going to affect him? I'd like to see that as well. Uh, the bandages, the the respirator. Um, everything that's kind of happening with him as well, the destruction, the failure, uh, just kind of what happens on that side of things. I'm very interested in obviously the Cad Bane stuff. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing, I hope he's not just like an episode or two of a thing. I hope it's for a little bit. Uh, please let him be in just for a little bit, uh, before Boba possibly does show up or does show up. Um, but yeah, man, it's, this this was an incredible episode. As we mentioned, it's it was intense from the moment it started until it, until it ended. Uh, and I'm really loving the way that this whole series is going at the moment. There hasn't been a filler episode yet. Um, there has not been an episode where you're like, ah, like was that necessary? There hasn't been one of those, um, which has been very nice because in past Star Wars television shows, animation, there obviously has been. There's 20 plus episodes in a season sometimes, and they have to fill episodes. They're sticking to 16 and they're all meaningful, um, which is which is really nice. And so I cannot wait to see what happens next. Um, ending the halfway point on a very, very high note for the Bad Batch. So, uh, yeah, great, great episode. Agreed. Very excited to see what goes comes next. Mr. G. I had a, I had a question. Um, and I don't know if they've already established this. Like, how does Cad Bane age like? Because now you got me curious if we'll ever see him in Mandalorian season three. Uh, like, so that, his his species uh, his species of Duros, we have no idea how fast or slow they age. Um, they they are, I, if I'm not mistaken, 
He's the only one of the species we've ever seen. Uh, and I could be wrong. Uh, no. That's wrong. Have we seen them? Um, in the video games. Um, okay, so the, okay, so uh, animated, anim like uh, TV and movies have. I think he's the only one we've ever seen. Okay. I think, and I, again, I might be corrected on that or wrong. Um, I can probably look it up. Um, trying to think, the only one I could think of is um, what is his name from uh, Battlefront? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, his name is I have him right here. What's his name? Hold on. Um, this is annoying me. Uh, oh my god. While he's looking at uh, Brian, like Han Solo couldn't take down uh, Cad Bane? Didn't Han shoot first? Well, Han's only 10-ish at this time. Oh. So, no. <laughs> I mean... Shreve. She, yeah, Shreve. Shreve. That's Shreve. who it was. Shreve. Shreve. Um, yeah. We've, we've seen a couple, but Shreve and Cad Bane are the ones who have been mentioned by name we've seen a couple in the background but that's about it yeah um so other than that i i don't know if there has been any other duros in live action i don't know I, I was thrown off because cad bane obviously wears the hat and he has the he has the tubes the other ones don't so um it makes them look very different compared to what cad bane looks like um but yeah, very, very exciting. Can't wait to see what happens with Cad Bane. Can't wait to see what, can't wait to see what happens with uh, Omega and Crosshair um, and everything going forward in the Bad Batch. But I think that's going to wrap up today's episode of the Phantom Lauren Club as we cover Episode 8, Reunion. An incredible episode. Uh, possibly the best so far, if not just uh, right behind the premiere. Um, but definitely in the top two range uh, for this season so far. So uh, for the three of us here at the Fandalorian Club and Apocalypse Movies, thank you guys so much for joining us. As always, we are here every single Friday at 4 o'clock Pacific talking Star Wars Bad Batch. We also have other a uh, couple other shows on the channel. Um, while Marvel shows are running on Disney+, Plus, we also, also do a show called Marvel Rewind uh, with Loki currently happening. That happens on Wednesday nights at 7.30 Pacific. Again, for all of you, all of you uh, audio listeners, this happens on YouTube at these times. It's uploaded to uh, podcast form the day after. So if you want to join us live, uh, you can check us out those times on YouTube. And we also have our main show every Tuesday at 7 o'clock uh, called Apocalypse Now right here on this channel as well. Um, and then uh, casting tables about once or twice a month. As we mentioned, might be doing a Cad Bane episode here very soon. Could be a good one. So we'll check that out. But for the whole crew here, for Geo, Brian, and myself, thank you guys so much for joining us. We hope you have a fantastic weekend. And may the Force be with you.